everyone <clears throat> excuse me good evening everyone and welcome to the road to recovery at least it's my road to recovery and I'd welcome you to come along on my journey into my recovery from addictions I'm a recovering alcoholic okay first of all my name is Dan Dan Chuba I'm a real estate broker I have been sober now I'm an alcoholic I'm been sober now though 23 years, 6 months, and 17 days. Yes, yes. But who's counting? I am. I'm counting every day. Grateful every day that I have another day of being sober. You know, what a week and what a day, actually. Today is Happy St. Patrick's Day. So if you are celebrating Happy St. Pat's Day, whether you're Irish or not, I guess, Hey, why not? This is a world that we celebrate people's good good times 
And we mourn the loss in the bad times, in the difficult times, in the challenging times. And before we go any further, I would like to extend the, the greatest condolences to the people that uh, were two, two, two horrible tragedies. One, the airplane going down lost 140, 50 people. That's terrible. It's just, you know, and if it doesn't affect us, you know how does it affect us? It does. It does. It, it's their human lives lost, and then even worse. And well, there's, there's. I don't know. It can be worse. Death and 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 loss is terrible. But 49 people were 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 massacred, were unjustly massacred by cowards, by people obviously very sick, mentally ill people that think their message gains credibility or anything by killing somebody, especially innocent people who had no right, nobody should die. Nobody should have the right to kill another person. I really do believe that it is the one person who has that right, and that is the higher power, and I choose to call him Jesus Christ. God, the omnipotent, whoever and however you worship, your higher power, your, you know, the uh, great being in the sky, whatever. It's just sad. And I do believe that people that do that have a mental screw loose. They, there's something wrong. And we are in a broken world, okay? The only person that can actually fix it is God. And, you know, the best we can do is the best we can do. And the purpose of the show is to let you know that it's okay if you're you've got a, a couple of wires loose, if you've got a you're broken, okay? It doesn't mean that you can't function in some capacity. It just means that there are some things you can't do and many more things you can. And we want to help discover those things that you can and we want to help you understand what to do with those things that you can't and how to deal with them and how to live with them and 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 you know, maximize the good and minimize the impact of the negative or the the bad, okay? So, um, you know, my story is simple, and you need to hear it. My story is simply this. I, I grew up in a big family of 13 kids. I had a father who was an alcoholic during a time where, you know, it, it, drinking was accepted as a way of life, as a way of coping, and we didn't really know much about the disease of alcoholism, you know. And, and is it a disease? I truly believe it is. I think it's a disease of the mind, okay. And, and it's a it's inherently part of our nature as human beings. And we all have that gene. Just some people activate it, and it becomes prevalent or dominant in their life, as it did mine. Um, Sometimes as a manner of, of survival, maybe that's what caused it, maybe of boredom. There's many reasons that trigger that disease, but it doesn't matter. It affects everyone, every person. It's not just restricted to one um, race. It's not restricted to a gender, male or female. It's something that affects and impacts and potentially can affect everybody in different ways. Okay, I 
have heard it said that I'm grateful to be an alcoholic. Yeah, I am. Because because I was an alcoholic, I was able to see that not only did I not only did I abuse alcohol and drugs, but I understand the reason why I did that and I I realized that that wasn't a good way of going through life and that I needed to make changes in my life and and I did. And I followed the leader, basically. I watched people that were successfully working programs in recovery. Yes, I used programs such as Alcoholics Anonymous and Celebrate Recovery and other programs and books and treatments. It's not just limited to one thing. Do whatever it takes to get help. And you know you need help. If you find yourself having conversations with yourself and you know they're wrong. I mean, everybody knows when something is wrong. It's when I drank that I thought, oh, okay, well, I minimized the, the impact of wrong and 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 negated the the uh seeds of of um, evil, I guess, wickedness, and said, Well, why not me? Why can't I do it? And I I did it, but you know what? It's a you pay you pay a price. You pay a toll. You really do. When you drink, when you drug, and and when you let it get out of control. Now, last night, all right. Wait. Let me go back to telling you about me and why I I am inherently qualified to do this show, this broadcast. Okay. Number one. Uh, again, I told you I've been sober now 23 years, six months, and 17 days. But who's counting? Again. I am. I count every day. Okay, um, but and I'm I'm doing okay. I own a real estate company here in West Chicago, Illinois, western suburbs of Chicago. I've owned this company for oh gosh, twenty something years, twenty five, twenty six years, and I've been in real estate thirty six years. And if you look at the crossover, thirty six years in real estate and sober twenty three, that means. That means that I was out there 13 years drinking, okay, and and having crazy times. And I'm a father of three children. I have three ex-wives, nothing I'm proud of. Uh, I'm proud of the kids because they have survived, as kids do, and gone on to live wonderful lives, okay, and doing wonderful things. And my two daughters are on the West Coast um, raising kids and being wives and having good lives, unbelievably good lives. And it wasn't because of me, that's for sure. It's because other people stepped in and took the role of being a parent and a father and did a great job. And to those gentlemen, I will tip my hat uh, to them and say thank you for you know, not abusing my kids, by raising them, giving them good values, etc. Uh, myself, oh, there were so many reasons why I didn't, I wasn't there, and you know we can get into splitting hairs, fights with the, the ex-partners, etc. And and was it right? Was it wrong? You know what? It was what it was. Okay, and here we are today, living life one day at a time, one step at a time, and you know it, it's where God wanted me to be, where God wanted us to be at this moment in life. And so having three ex-wives, always thinking that the next time I was going to 
get it right. The next time I was going to pick somebody that was the right partner and the right, you know, the the problems weren't mine necessarily. They were part of my partners and et cetera, et cetera. I never wanted to accept responsibility of the actions that were going on in my life, okay? Two DUIs, one in 1991, one in 1993. Not proud of it at all, but the reality was I probably was guilty of many more times driving under the influence, you know, and today, officers are, are much more aware of when people are driving under the influence and there's more arrests being made and lives are being impacted. Because drinking and drugging are just two of the symptoms of an alcoholic mind, okay? You don't have to have alcohol in your mind to be an alcoholic. You can have, you can be a gambler. You can be a sex addict. You can be um, into pornography. You can be into cocaine, um, food, working. Anything that we we enjoy, we want to take to an umpteenth degree. And that's part of the disease that we have. If it feels good, we want to do more of it. You know, and... Oh, well, such is life. And we are made up of who we are. Just because we stop drinking doesn't mean that we're all better. It means that we have been make, we have a chance to make better decisions. It doesn't mean that we make better decisions. It just means that we have a chance to make better decisions. My decisions have been wonderful for the most part. First of all, my best decision, 23 years, six months and 17 days ago, was that I wasn't going to drink that day. And I repeated that action every day for the last 23 years, six months and 17 days. I'm really proud of that. Because of that, my life has improved substantially. I was financially, morally, mentally, socially I was defunct. I was I was bankrupt in so many ways. And all I had was a breath of air in my lungs and hope. I hope prayers that we pray to our Heavenly Father, God, please God, save us, help us out. You know, he does listen. I He listens right along, all day, all night, all the time. He's listening. He's aware. And it's amazing. He probably is so fascinated by the stupidity that we... His children do. But understanding and accepting, he is. And he wants us to get it right. He really does. He walks around with his arms open saying, hey, I love you. Come to me. And for the longest time, I hated myself so much that I didn't think that I was worthy of anybody's love, let alone God's. And especially not my own. I. It's amazing how we learn or we're taught not like ourselves. Why is that? I have no idea. It's a weird, weird thing. You know, tonight I wanted to address bullying. Only reason because it came up today uh, several times reading about it and, and the number of people that have died because of bullies. And when we look around the world, we, we see bullies, 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 bullies. It's terrible, bullies. 
I had a little experience today, but first let me remind everybody, anybody listening, and thank you if you are a new listener, thank you, and if you're an existing listener, thank you, and if you have comments or questions or anything, you can call in. It's a live show. The show number is area code 323-580-5755, and we'll do my, I'll do my best to take your call if I can to talk to you, to say hello, to see if we can engage in conversation. Maybe you have an idea, a thought, a comment about what we're talking about or something that it touched on or reminded you. Or maybe it's totally, completely different. It's okay. You can call in. We, we, we will talk to you. We, will, we want to know what you have to say, what your thoughts are. And we're going to continue on with our thoughts. There's no right or wrong. They're just thoughts, they're opinions, ideas. You know, I, I I use a base of Alcoholics Anonymous. First of all, this show is not supported, endorsed in any way, shape, and form by Alcoholics Anonymous. No, not at all. They don't believe in anonymity. They believe in anonymity. They don't believe in coming out and saying who you are. And, and there's such good reasons for that. You know, one of my friends, a uh, good friend, I started out sponsoring him and... Then he stopped calling me, and every time I saw him, he'd tell people that I was his sponsor, and I'm like, why do you call me your sponsor? He goes, well, you are. I go, well, not the concept of what I think a sponsor is. You should call me every day, and he he didn't call me every day. So what's the point of being called a sponsor? I don't need a title, okay? I really don't, and I don't want him believing that he's got a life jacket in his boat when he doesn't have it and he doesn't use it so i said to him you should go get somebody to really sponsor somebody that you want to follow so he did he found this guy and the guy was charismatic and wonderful and did speeches and talks about recovery from addictions and all kinds of wonderful things until the day he committed suicide oh my god he committed suicide what a horrible thing Suicide. Why? Well, depression, frustration, our need to be loved, our need to be what we feel we want, all these things, not necessarily good things. You know, people do good things and they're not in the limelight and then they're thrust in the limelight and critiqued by every situation, every person you know, oh my gosh, you did this, you should turn left and right. I mean, there is a web address, it's called Nextdoor, that people put comments about. And you can put one little topic down, and oh my gosh, it's amazing how many different opinions that you will get about the same topic over and over. And why, it's just amazing. It's just people. We are unique in so many ways, yet we are so similar in so many ways. But we're not that unique that we can't get help. We're not that unique that we can't be helped. Because we can. Everybody can. First of all, stop doing what you're doing. If you are caught up in an addiction, if you're a gambler, stop gambling. Don't stop for the rest of your life. Stop for the moment. Stop for right here, right now. Don't do it anymore. Stop. And if you're 
into over excess eating, well, pace yourself, put enough food out that portional wise that somebody will tell you health wise that you will need to to eat and to exist, and then everything else put away. Some of us can do it, some of us can't. Hoarders, oh my gosh, yours truly. I see so many things that I I see people throw away, give away, let go of that I think can be recycled or sold or made money or given to somebody. That's what I do. I see that and then I say, hey, you know, hey, let's let's not throw it away. The problem is that I collect it and then I got stuff everywhere. I got cool stuff everywhere. I got all kinds of cool stuff. I got I got the lovely Miss Martha. That's my fiance. I'm actually getting married. My fourth marriage. Yeah, it's not something I'm proud of to tell people I'm getting married a fourth time. But on the other hand, I am proud of that I'm getting married to this woman, and she is my fourth wife. But probably the only one that I actually really thought about, prepared myself for, made sure that we were in sync. And that we share a lot in common. I didn't do it with the other people, the other individuals. I bred with them. I had sex with them. I had children with two out of the three. And thank God the third one couldn't have children or we would have probably bred too. Just amazing how we throw caution to the wind when we're caught up in the sickness of our disease. We don't think things out things through we look at the here and now even though we should live in the moment there's not that's not wrong but we do have to recognize there are consequences for the actions we take and we often ask are you willing to pay the consequences for those actions that we take and too often times people say oh yeah no problem it's no big deal i'll take on i'll do it i'll do the uh, you know I'll pay the time or do the time and do the crime. But you know what? In all fairness, we don't know what the crime really is. We don't know. In our minds, it it's something simple, but we don't really give it so much thought that we think the process through to know what we're agreeing to. Yeah. We just say, sure, no big deal, because, well, part of us has never had the opportunity of really thinking something that big through to that umpteenth degree. Really, we don't. We didn't think about it. We just jump off the bridge because it sounds like a good thing to do. And yet, it isn't always the best thing to do, jumping off the bridge. We have to think these through. You know... My sponsor told me when I first started in the program of recovery, and I did give a sponsor, and he was a great sponsor, um, and he's a friend still. We're not real close like we were, but we're still friends. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the friendships that we have. Would I like more? Probably, but it's it's just not something worth going chasing after if you have to chase after that. It's either there or it's not there. Don't try to make something be there that's not. Okay? But 
let's see. The brain went, shh, just shorted out. I just lost my thought. How about that? Oh, well. Hey, call in, area code 323-580-5755. You will see a very human side of me. I've had ups, ups, ups this week, and I've had a few not-so-ups. You know, I've had a client that I thought was my client, and, you know, I thought, you know, I, for some reason I get these weird-ass things that they're loyal and they're going to stay true, and guess what? They don't. They're just clients. They're after. They're, some of them are just looking out for money and themselves. But what I, I don't appreciate is when people aren't up, up front with me. You know, I guess sometimes I think about it. It's kind of a payback for when I wasn't up front with other people. I don't like it either. I don't know that you like being when people do things behind your back or or have a different concept of 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 a relationship. But you know, here I was merely thinking that I've got this wonderful client and I find out he's doing business with one of my competitors. One of my competitors who came into my office acting like he was, "Oh, hey, big buddy, what's up?" <laughs> you know, and he's he's doing business with my client, and I'm sure that my client I'm not sure, but my guess is that my client didn't call him. My guess is that the he called my client. Like he's, he doesn't have enough business, he's got to call my client. It's kind of funny, I guess, to some degree. Such as happens. And that was my down this week. And if that's the worst thing that's happened to me, I'm okay. I didn't drink over any of it. I've got a sponsee who is doing what he's supposed to be doing almost calling in every day, he checks in, doesn't say hello on the phone, he, he texts me. And, hey, at least I know he's at least thinking about me. And why is that? Well, first of all, we want him to know he's not alone. So we don't want him to ever think that he can't reach out and get help. The other thing is that I want him to make sure is that he realizes that, just like me, okay, he is... You know, I'm a real person. It's, you know, things happen to me too. I don't have the perfect life. I worked hard to get to where I'm at today. I'm not as financially stable as I'd like, but, you know, it's not bad. I'm certainly far better off than I was 23 years, 6 months, and 17 days ago. And I couldn't have done it without the program of recovery. I couldn't have done it without working a program and and all that kind of stuff, and that's what happens. You know, it just doesn't come overnight, but it does come. It's part of the promises that I was told, that if I I continued to do the next right thing, that things would work out just the way they were supposed to. And guess what? They have. I will be getting married in about two months, less than two months. The clock is ticking you know, and it's not going to change my life other than I'm going to be officially married, but I live as a married man with this woman now, Martha. She's just wonderful. Last night we went to a friend's house from her church, most of which I don't know. She didn't even know most of them, and she's been attending that church for some time. And we played Euchre, a card game. Martha is very competitive. And Martha, of course, out of the approximately 20 people that showed up, Martha took first place. Martha, congratulations on a job well done. 
she is a really competitive person. I got to tell you, I thought I was competitive. I thought my family was competitive, and they may be, but they aren't as talented and as skilled as this woman is, especially in card games, word games. Oh my gosh! And you know what? It doesn't bother me too. I would say really in the least bit. You know. I conceded the fact that she's a far better player. In the beginning, it was a little frustrating because I, I, I thought, wow, what am I missing? Some No, she's just a better player, and I can accept that. Now, you know what? If I was drinking and that happened, i got to tell you something. I don't know that that would be the same reaction and response that I would have. I would be upset. I would try to affect her by making comments and statements, demean her. And that's terrible, but that's what I did. That's what I learned. And it's a form of bullying, you know, bullying. Where did I get that? Well, I was bullied by my father. I was bullied by my siblings. We fought to be the king of the hill. And at that time, in that point in life, it was an accepted practice to do those kind of things, which today is not. Too many kids are are, are killing themselves, which that's... That is unnecessary. They say that the pain, the impact is so great. It is. It's not. I'm not going to tell you it doesn't hurt, but it shouldn't be such that we we end our lives because of it. It's not worth ending a life over anything. We are given this gift of life here on this earth, and we should live it to its fullest and embrace it and 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 rejoice in in the fact that we have life and that we are still living. I got to tell you something. I didn't want to live many times in my drinking life. I didn't I didn't like the what was going on in my life. I was saddened by things happening in my life. And I thought it might be better if I killed myself. And I'm grateful that I didn't. A big part of the reason why I didn't kill myself was because I have a son. I have two daughters and a son. The, the daughters are the older ones. And, you know, I didn't really, wasn't really impacting and enacting in their lives very much. My son, on the other hand, when he was born, Especially as a young kid, I was very involved in his life. I wasn't doing things right then, but I was still involved in his life, and it meant a lot to me. And I did not feel that it would be the right thing or a good thing to end my life simply because I couldn't make things work the way I wanted them to. Of course, I didn't want to give up drinking at the time, and you know what? You can't. It's like stepping in two canoes at the same time trying to get across the lake. It just doesn't work that way. You may make some progress here. You may make some progress there. But ultimately, it is not the easiest thing to do, to try to get across a lake in two canoes with one foot in each canoe. No paddle, just the canoe. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy, Dan. I agree. It is crazy. You know, I can't just sit there and do this show. i got to move around. So if you're calling in, keep calling. I'm bound to see your your phone ringing. 
and I will definitely take your call if I can. Area code 323-580-5755. We'll talk. We can talk. We can share. You can share your thoughts, your ideas. You have questions, comments. I'll be real candid with you. If there's something that you want to know about me and why I do or did what I did, what I do did, why did you do the things you do did? Well, because that's what we do did. We do the things that we do. And doesn't mean they're right, doesn't mean they're wrong, it just means we do them the way we did them for whatever reason. Sometimes we give thought to it and we realize that that was the wrong way and that's probably not a good way of doing it them. So let's not do those things no more. Amen. Simplicity at its best, at its finest. Simplicity. So I'm trying to clean up some area here by my desk. I lost a set of keys this week, guys. Really, and I'm embarrassed to tell the owners I lost a set of keys. I, you know, the the problem was I put them someplace so I wouldn't lose them, and I forgot where I put them. Yes, it's not easy getting older, okay? Not easy getting older when you do things like this. And I, I'm capable, wonderfully capable of doing these things like this. And you see all the stuff that I have on my desk? I have a lot of stuff on my desk. I'm very fond of stuff. I'm a stuff lover. I like seeing stuff. I'm fascinated by stuff. I enjoy owning stuff. If I could, I'd live in a big room where stuff was everywhere because I like stuff. What I like is that somebody created something, had the vision to create something, and and do it, put it into reality, make it real. From Morocco's and Chacha's, okay? Just simple things like this. Yeah, from Mexico or wherever these are from, to... Medical bandages to bandage your arm up. Somebody created that. Same came up with the idea. We have such, as human beings, it's incredible the gift and the talent and the skills and the abilities that we have to use for good. And yet, we don't always use it for good. We sometimes use it for less than good or bad things. You know, and that's not good. We need to reach out to those people struggling and teach them that even if they're not brilliant, the fact that they're alive and that they can bring something to the table. You know, I did the polar plunge a couple of weeks ago. And you know what was fascinating about the polar plunge? Really. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, the thing about the polar plunge that I found fascinating was it was let's see here i'm I'm confirming an appointment looking forward to meeting you okay the polar plunge it was orchestrated by a 20 year old individual i think she was 20 at the time i don't know maybe not but with Down syndrome. She had Down syndrome, and she said, let's create the Special Olympics so she can compete in a world dominated by, you know, 
very healthy people. And she wanted to be part of it. And who wouldn't? You know, I don't blame her. Wouldn't Would you? I wouldn't. I blame her. I think that's wonderful. She wants to be part of you. And part of the, the world and, and to rise up and, and, to, and to win and, and compete. She can't compete with people that have all their facilities, but she can compete against other people challenged like themselves. And wonderful thing about down people with Down syndrome is they're always happy. You know, they're okay. Uh, you know, the majority of them, I, I can't say all of them, I don't know them all, but for the most part, they always seem very happy. Wow, there's a lesson to learn. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, we have the song, Don't Worry, Be Happy. How about the song, Happiness? Clap, because happiness is the rule. You know, we should all be happy. For what? But not, we're not, we're never tall enough. We're never good looking enough. We never have enough money. We never have enough sex. We never have enough respect. We never have lots and lots of things. And our quest to get them creates challenges in itself. We don't get someplace fast enough, so we've got to speed to get there. Right? We are afraid that we're not going to have enough food sometimes. So we hoard. So just in case. But the hoarding food rots because we have too much of it. And it goes on and on and on. But my big concern, well, my big concern. There's so many concerns to be concerned about. I'm hoping that we're going to get uh, one of the local sheriffs to come and join us on the air. I don't know if he's a sheriff or a state prosecutor here in DuPage County. Uh, It was offered to us that he might be willing to come up, and I hope he does. I think there's a lot of fascinating things to talk about that exist in our county that I would love to know, maybe you would too, of how things are being done and what can be done to make improvements. What can we as individual human beings and citizens living in these communities, what can we do to lend a hand? You know, we don't want to be part of the problem. We certainly want to be part of the solution. But oftentimes we don't know what is the right thing to do, what would be the most effective thing to do. Now, the other part of it is, is if we find out Will we will we be willing to do them? Because sometimes we're not. We want to know what we want to do, but then we want to do what we want to do. We're such human beings. Oh my gosh, isn't that amazing? Just human beings. Human beings. Okay. Uh, you're listening to the Road to Recovery. This is a live talk show. Every Sunday night, we're finishing our seventh year a broadcast here on Blog Talk Radio, part of the Link Local Network. I got hooked up with Link Local Network. And a gentleman by the name of Fred McMurray, who I met one time, actually about a year ago. So I six years basically ran without even knowing this guy personally. Talked to him once or twice on the air. Uh, was actually brought to the programming through a couple of friends of his, mutual friends. One was my friend Denny Eads whose brother was Tim Weigel on Channel 7 News, who I believe died of a brain tumor and other issues of complication. 
the other party was Mike Besher. Who, Mike was a wonderful guy who uh, moved permanently to Colorado, and I haven't heard from him. I don't know how he's doing, what he's doing, if he's having a good time, a good life, good day, whatever. I hope he is because he's a good guy. He was very instrumental in helping us put this program together, and it was brought to his attention through a friend of mine, Denny Eads. Okay, and Denny, uh, I hope you're doing well. I think the last time I saw you seemed to be doing okay, and that's a good thing. We, we're glad for that. Um, and your actually, your husband was a cameraman for um, Fox Thing in the Morning. That was pretty cool, huh? Yeah. And your your husband, Dave, is a wonderful man. Wonderful, wonderful man, Dave. So, okay. Um, that's how we got on the air seven years ago. In May, it'll be seven complete years. In May, on the 11th, I will be getting married. In May, on the 18th, hopefully, I will come back from my honeymoon and be ready to do uh, the PR work or the, you know, Master of Ceremony work for the local town festival. It's a blooming festival. We've got a bunch of things to do between now and then, um, you know, from the standpoint of the, the Lions Club and, and the community. And it's a, it's a town festival, one that kind of celebrates the community. And I like doing those kind of things today instead of what I did when I was out drinking. Drinking, I used to criticize, critique, and put everybody and everything down, you know. And I don't do that anymore. I'm grateful that I don't do it anymore, you know. It is good. Yeah. Yep, amen. I'm looking at, uh, yep, I agree with this guy here. What a doofus. It's unbelievable how how some people just actually are. They just don't get it. Holy macaroni. All right. Area code 323-580-5755. After working a program of recovery for many years, actually about three or four years, I had a sponsor who invited me to come on to the air on an actual radio show. It was 92.7 FM. It was called The Bear, and it was out of Arlington Heights, and said, hey, let's do this. Uh, there is a recovery radio broadcast show, and I didn't know that there was one. I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, I didn't know you could do that. You know, I know they talk about anonymity and don't do this and stay low in the crowd, but you know what? I think it's important people to realize that human beings you know, as a human being, we are frail, we have issues, but we can get help. And it's okay to be an alcoholic. It's okay to be alcoholic in recovery. I don't have a problem with it. More people have a problem with it than I do. And I believe the, one of the reasons is because maybe it affects them and their ability. The people it doesn't affect are the people that I don't believe have a problem. But the ones that talk about it seem fixated on my... And the, and the fact that I don't drink alcohol. They want to make a big thing out of it. And it's not necessarily a big thing to make up. Last night at the party, the Euchre game, 
okay? I was one of three individuals that went all in and, and won four points, whatever that means, okay, which was a, a good thing, a big thing, but there was only three of us. Nobody did it twice, just once. I'm sure it had a lot to do with the luck of the cards, okay? But I drank five bottles of water while I was there, five. You know, if I was drinking the wine or the beer that they had, and I had five of those, I would have been pretty snookered, you know? So water is a good thing for me to drink because I have this incessant need to drink. And it doesn't have to be alcohol, but I prefer water because water is actually a cleanser and it's pretty good. So, but that's me today, not me before. Before, the first beer went down slow, the second went faster, and it just picked up faster and faster and faster. Today, it's just good. I just don't drink. It's not a good thing to do to drink, you know. Not a good thing to do to drink. So, okay, um, quiet out there. Nobody's got any comments. Maybe you're celebrating uh, St. Patrick's Day. If you are, happy St. Pat's Day. Again, there's nothing wrong with people celebrating. doesn't mean you can't celebrate. I do want to celebrate my friend Pamela Asi, her birthday. Pamela, if you're listening... I'm sure you are, out of Arizona. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. You know, here's something that was posted on Facebook. I thought it was very interesting. It says, I grew up all my life believing I was Irish. But thanks to Ancestry.com, I know now that I'm just a drunk. That's it. It wasn't that they were Irish. They just felt the need to drink because, you know, the, the, that's what these holidays pr- promote. They did it to me. They used to promote drinking to me. And I'm glad that I don't drink alcohol anymore. It's not necessary, at least not to me anymore. And I'm grateful that I don't drink anymore. Pretty amazing. Life is pretty amazing. Okay, yeah, and as I get closer and closer to my nuptials, which they're coming, pretty exciting, coming, coming. I, I'm watching a guy make a ring. He's making his own ring. It's amazing what you could do when you have skills and tools and talent. You know, I can't do what this guy is doing. I don't know how to use things as he does. That's pretty wild. Guy is making a ring out of a washer. Two washers that he's putting together. One being, yeah, where's your safety glasses, buddy? Hey, Bubbo. Where's your, yeah, look at the tools he's got. But I'll tell you what, you got to admit, somebody that has the skills, the gifts, and the abilities to do what this guy does, holy mackerel, you got to hand it to him. Pretty impressive. Yep, pretty impressive for sure. I don't know where he's going to get a diamond now to put it in there. Holy macaroonies. Yep, it's amazing. Look at this guy. <laughs> You've got to love it. You've got to love. Here's a guy making a ring using a nut, two nuts, 
that he's standing, filing, making, blowtorching now. Holy cow, look at this guy. That's the kind of stuff that I'm fascinated by. I am. I'm fascinated by people who can do such wonderful, incredible things like this guy is. <laughs> his dog. While his dog sits and watches. His dog sits and Look at that. It's pretty impressive. Very impressive. The exactingness and the skills and the ability that some of these people have. Where are they? Are they born with it? I think somebody are. I think some people have been born with a natural gift and ability to be so exacting. Be so exacting. What is this guy now doing? Salt. He's soldering now. Yeah, he's soldering the whole thing. That's pretty pretty wild. Is this how they make it with nuts and bolts out of the other ones? Yeah. If I told the lovely Martha that's how we made her ring, she would probably yeah, she'd be impressed. She would think that's pretty cool. Because it is pretty cool. And this guy's gonna put in a diamond. And I gotta tell you, man, you gotta be impressed with the skills, the gifts and the ability these guys really have to do what what he's doing. Wow. They're going to polish it all up. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jeez Louise. And now he's going to sandblast it out of a nut and two nuts. That's incredible. Awesome. Are you that talented? I'm not that talented. Are you talented? Yeah, it'd be nice to be skilled and gifted in that manner. I don't know that I could do that. Now, I guess if the guy was handed a microphone and said, here, talk, I don't know that he could talk as long and as loud as I can. So maybe there is a trade-off. Everybody has a gift. You just have to find what your gift is. Go and do it and live it and be it. Amen. That's a good thing. Go live and be. I gave blood this week. I gave platelets today. Not today, on uh, Friday, actually. So, you know, it was a good week for for being doing part of something and we've got a bunch of things happening and going on amen amen let's see <laughs> oh lordy 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 <laughs> you got to love life. I'll tell you what, it's funny. All right, you're listening to The Road to Recovery here on Blog Talk Radio, part of the Link Local Network of Broadcasting. We're talking about recovery from addictions. We're talking a little bit about my life and about the life of, you know, 49 people's lives were snuffed out by one individual who's still alive. And you got to be sorry for this guy. I mean, he's obviously sick. There's obviously something not well and not right. And... I can't imagine how someone can live and and continue to believe that what they did was right when it was truly, truly, truly wrong. I look at my actions and often wonder, am I prejudiced in what I do? I, I'd like to believe that I'm not, but, you know, some of the things I do, I guess, 
they do come off prejudicial. Today I was watching the lovely Miss Martha sing, and they had a, they had a, uh, oh, they had the, the, the choir singing a cantata, which is this big presentation, and there are moments of silence in between, and yet these people are so gifted and talented. This one lady, she sang, and she reached such highs with her voice. I couldn't help it, but I had to clap, me and a couple other people. And a guy in back of me said, hey, you're not supposed to clap yet. You're supposed to sit and listen. And so I stopped, but it was like, hey, who ran on your parade, buddy? So later, when it was all over, he goes, hey, I didn't mean to, you know, to embarrass you or to, to uh, anger you. And I'm like, hey, buddy, I don't tell you how to worship. Stay out of my face, you know. I said, I didn't see anywhere it said, please don't clap when you get that excited. <laughs> I really bothered me that the guy would want to stop me. I don't know why. It shouldn't bother me. Why do I let menial things bother me? Because that's the problem. You know, that's why we go to meetings. Meetings, we dump all the unnecessary stuff that goes on in our heads. And there's so much going on in my head. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? Not stop. The brain doesn't stop talking. Do you have that? Do you have a brain that just doesn't stop talking? But maybe it shouldn't talk to itself because sometimes you're not very good company. Sometimes your the words coming out of your mind aren't the right ones as they relate to the world and humanity. And certainly with alcohol or drugs, you're not going to get the right thoughts going pretty much anywhere, anytime. If there is evil that exists in the world, I do believe that the door gets opened with alcohol to unsuspecting people. More crimes, most crimes, in fact, were done under the influence of drugs and or alcohol, whether it was used to mask it, cover it, whatever. Not a good thing. Okay, you're listening to The Road to Recovery. We've been on the air for an hour. We are scheduled to be on the air for another hour after this. We don't know. Sometimes I cut it short because I run out of things to say. Sometimes I I can't shut off. I mean, I almost wanted to go on for another hour or two afterwards because there are so many things to say. But i got to tell you something. One of the greatest things that's has happened in my life lately is my aquariums. I have aquariums, and I love looking. i got one right in front of my office desk. And there were so many people that told me, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. You don't want to do this. It won't look good and everything. And yet I did it because I felt it was the right thing for me to do. And so many people are now congratulating me, telling me, wow, they just love what I did and how I set it up. And, you know, it, it demonstrated some skills I had. I feel pretty good about it. And I see these fish enjoying and living and happy. And some are breeding. It's fun to watch to know that they're breeding. I definitely have got to get some females in here. These couple males are going crazy. There's no females, and they're, they're like, having sex with themselves. That's kind of scary there, but, oh, well. Uh, hey, happens in life, uh, realities in life. I guess it happens in the na- nature's world, too. Um, now, if I had a, a tank full of females and they're still having sex with each other, well, that's, that's I guess there's nothing I could say about that then, right? Never. 
All right, I'm going to put on some Marilyn Scott now, listen to her for about 10, 15 minutes as I normally do, and decide whether we're going to continue on with the show. If you have anything you want to share, area code 323-580-5755. Call in, be heard, comments, questions, anything, we'll listen. I want to say, Aaron, in California, keep up the good work. Aaron tried to kill himself twice, had DTs, delirium tremens, twice, three times. This is all in the last six months, and fortunately he survived. And I think he found a new purpose in his life, and he's doing wonderful things. Kudos to you, Aaron, my friend. You were on the show. Kudos to my young sponsee, Mike. Good job. Uh, to the newest sponsor I have, you're not calling me at all. I have no idea if you're working a program or not. I hope you are. You know, I can't make you do anything. If you want it, you're going to get it. And if you want help, it's there for you. You've got to make a decision if you want it. My friend Dan in Florida, I hope you're enjoying. Yeah, his life turned all around when he quit drinking. Okay? I remember the day, one of the last days he was drinking. He had called me up, asked for my help. I went over to his house. He was embarrassed because his kid thought he was disgusting because he was sitting there crying and drinking. And now he has the respect of his wife and kids back, and he's doing wonderful things. He was a very talented guy anyway. He served in the military. I think there's some PTSD going on over there, too, at the same thing. It it happens, people. PTSD. It's not a, it's not a pretty thing. When people go you know, to to service and have to live in the way they do, it's not the healthiest thing. But kudos to them that give us, gave us, gave us the opportunity of having the wonderful life that we have. And we could not have had it, had it not been for all the men in the service. So, you know, we should constantly thank the men in service because without them, we wouldn't have all the safe and secure things that we have in our lives today. And for this, we should be grateful to them. And I am. I am grateful. Uh, okay. We're, you're listening to The Road to Recovery here on Blog Talk Radio, part of the Linked Lo- Local Network of Broadcasting. And we are going to take a, oh, I don't know, maybe a 10, 15-minute break here. And if you, again, want to talk, you can give us a call here at the station, area code 323-580-5755. And if we could take your call, we will. And we will uh, otherwise listen to some Marilyn Scott, because I think she's awesome, here on Blog Talk Radio. If today were the last of all days, would it change how you feel who you are? Would you rise for a moment above all your fears, become one with the moon and the stars? Or would you like what you see looking down? Did you give everything? Have you done everything that you wanted to do? 
Scott. 
Okay, we're going to stop it. Hey, welcome, everyone, back. I have not left you. I am just putting on Marilyn Scott as a wonderful break from the show, but you're listening to The Road to Recovery here on Blog Talk Radio, part of the Link Local Network of Broadcasting, and I'm going to call it an evening tonight. I'm going to call it a... It's been... uh, It's nice when we have guests. It's even nicer when we have someone to talk with, but you know what? Mission accomplished. I talked about some of the things that I needed to, that were on my mind. I'm going to let them go. That's how the beauty of working a program does. Okay, ultimately, what I get from this is help for myself, right? Help sort things out, put things in perspective, be grateful. And if I can help somebody, that's even better. That's just an added bonus and an added gift. You know, you don't have to go through life by yourself alone, caught up in your thinking. I did for many years, and I sorted it out with alcohol, and it became my best friend and then turned on me. And it it wasn't a pretty sight, and it wasn't a good thing. Um, but today, I've got it much in, in handle and check. Things are going good. It's not a perfect life, but it's a damn good one, and I'm certainly glad to have it, the fact that I'm alive and well. So you guys should try for that. If you uh, want some help getting it, I'm glad to help you out. I share what what works for me, and we have other guests that come on the air that also share some of the things that work for them as well. You don't have to go at it alone, only if you so choose to. Otherwise, have uh, have a good day. Have a good life. Have a good week. Have a month. Listen, we'll be back with more of The Road to Recovery next week here on Blog Talk Radio. I thank Steve, my engineer and producer, for setting up the uh, the uh, website for us. Let's go there. Let's just take a quick run to Road to Recovery. Road to Recovery. Spell it right. Recovery.club. C-L-U-B. Let's see what we got there. Steve. Oh, yeah, that's, that is. Good job, Steve. Steve does wonderful work, man. He does it, and he puts it together, and you can contact either him or I uh, by emailing us at daniel at dare.com, D-A-N-I-E-L at D-A-A-R-E.com. You can call me during the week, 620-918-6129, or my 800 number, 1-800-427-5968. I hope you had a great week. I hope you have even a better week coming up. Weather's supposed to get better. Any day there's no snow on the ground in Illinois is a good day. And uh, we wish you well. Be safe. If you need to talk, don't pick up the gun. Put the guns down. Pick up your tongue. Pick up the phone and call someone. And uh, let's talk about it, okay? Have a great week unless you have other plans. Good night, everybody.